Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book, Beyond Royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome back to another amazing session. I'm with Jackie Lapin, who helps leaders grow their online and live audiences by getting booked faster, easier, and in more places. And we're going to talk about building your business. In fact, springboarding your business using live and virtual speaking on multiple platforms. Jackie, welcome aboard. Hi, Ray. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And you know, I have been a fan of Tom's for a long time too. So we go way back. That's the beauty of uh, speaking, right? And just being around other speakers is just one of the side, the benefits of being around people either you've met before or you haven't met and just all the networking that goes on. And that's that's what I love about summits as well. Give us the 30,000 foot view of how you became the speaking guru, speaker tunity, all that good stuff for those who may not know. So the short version is that I was one of the first women sports writers in America. I then segued into having one of the largest sports special events and PR companies in the United States with a world-class client list. And when I got done with that, I realized that my heart lay with the people that were making the world a better place. I'd written two books in personal growth myself, and I realized those were the people that were really in my heart. And so I rebranded my agency as Conscious Media Relations, and we do radio podcast tours for authors, leaders, and experts and to reach 9,000 radio shows and podcasts with a minimum guarantee of 30 interview invitations. And we've been doing that about 14 years. And then about eight or nine of them, a year ago, some of them came to me and they said, can you book me for speaking gigs? And I said, I don't want to do that, but I know where they are. So why don't I tell you? And so that's when we created Speakertunity, the speaker and leader resource company that gives people contacts where they can book themselves across all different platforms, radio shows and podcasts, virtual summits, virtual networking, live and virtual stages, conferences, TEDxs. So we started curating these and then we realized that some people didn't want to do the outreach themselves. So we partnered up with a strategic company, strategic partner that actually will do the booking for you once you get our directories. But our directories really are the only thing in the marketplace that are as comprehensive as they are. You want meetings just in your marketplace. You want meetings, venues, and associations just in your niche. You want 3,000 conferences a month, you know, podcasts, 40 podcasts a month will feature. So we want to make sure that we're giving you, saving you all the time to do that research that you don't have to, and you can put it toward being on stages, doing things you love. And we've just saved you all that headaches. And then, you know, we'll also help you with things like speaker one sheets and and all the graphics that has to do with being a speaker, slides and handouts and conference banners. We just want to make your life easier so you can get to those stages faster. And you touched on something there. It's, well, for instance, for also for event hosts, right? So I've got many speakers from your, you know, listing my events in your system. So you're, you're helping both ways. We're looking for speakers. Speakers are looking for places. You're kind of the uh, match.com of speaking in the speaking world. That's a really good way to put it, right? And, you know, we actually have an intake page called speakertunity.com forward slash submissions. So if you have a podcast or you have a virtual summit or you have a speaking engagement, if you submit it to us, we'll tell the world about it. That's great. Let's step back and somebody's looking at this like, okay, you know, I think our theme right now is, hey, can I get out of this kind of corporate gig and into what I love doing 
in entrepreneurship. And, you know, you touch on a way that's, that's near and dear to my heart too, is, is by getting out there and speaking, sharing your knowledge, building authority that way. You know, what do you, what would you recommend to people like say, okay, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm on my lunch break, watching in my car, this session. And how do I even get started in speaking? What do I need to know? Do I need to be a movie star looks and deep voice? Or, you know, what do I need to do? Well, the first thing you need to do is you have to have content. What are you going to put in a presentation? And much of it should be the educational. It should be 90% informing people so that they really get a sense of who you are and what you're going to offer them. And then the last part of it should be an offer, whether it's a free offer to get into your opt-in list, whether it's a paid offer, something that's going to entice them to engage with you going forward. So you need to craft and, and frame that. And if you're not adept at doing that on your own, you, there are some th- amazing speaker coaches that will help you with the entire process from writing your presentation to delivering. Now, the next thing is you need to look at who's your target audience and where are they going to be? So you want to start looking at the kinds of speaking gigs that are going to be right for you. Do you need meetings in your own marketplace? Do you need them in your niche? What level are you at? I mean, have you already been doing a lot of that and you're now looking for conferences? So the first is to find your ideal target audience and then where they hang out. Now, the tools that you're going to need in order to get booked include, first, a proposal letter that explains why you would be a great speaker. And it comes basically in three parts. The first part is why you, what are you offering to this community that they really need that's going to make a difference for them? And the second part is what are your credentials, why you are so spectacular? And then more about what you're going to present. What is the content that they're going to experience? Now, when you do that, you want to include two things. Toward the bottom, you want to include video of you. That's three to five minutes of you presenting. Now, if you're a newbie, that may be hard for you. But if you've been in the corporate world, you probably have some stage video of yourself that you can repurpose. You can also use online video. It's not as ideal. You want to replace it with live video first. But it should not, don't give people an hour-long presentation that you did. Give them no long, no more than three to five minutes. Now, the other thing that's really important is a speaker one sheet. And a speaker one sheet basically is a beautiful showcase of you. That proposal letter shouldn't be any more than seven or eight paragraphs. And so all the rest, your, your bio, you know, some great testimonials, and real explanations of what your proposals are going to, your presentations are going to be, need to be encapsulated into your speaker one sheet. So your bio and your headline that speak to what you, what problem you solve in the world for this audience and the two testimonials go on the front page. And on the back page, you should use the three different presentations. Now, why three? Because if you only have one arrow in your quiver, it had better be a bullseye. If you give people choice, then when you're sending it to bookers, they say, oh, well, that one's not right for my audience, but that one is. And so you can parcel them in different ways. Uh, the same speech repositioned for different audiences. It could be three entirely different speeches within your expertise level, and it might be something else. It might be a two or three different levels of experience of the audience. So one very experienced and one is for beginners. So give your uh, booker choice so that they actually will increase your odds of getting booked. Yeah. So, and one of the things you you mentioned early on there was make sure, you know, let's educational, let's make sure, and then make sure you got an offer so that you've tacked it. That's the, you know, obviously the business piece, 
beyond authority and so forth. If I'm starting out, you've worked with in the past and helped, do I wait until I got something to offer or should I just start getting on stages? What should my mindset be as far as moving forward and making this part of my business, but also how much of my business has to be developed before I start doing it? Well, the first thing is, if you have an element of stage fright, then you really need to get on some stages locally so that you can get comfortable with presenting, so that you start engaging with the audience and you start, and there's, by the way, a great way to start any speech is with a question. How many of you would like or have you had this experience? Get the community engaged as you're starting your presentation. So that's a great way to start with anything. And so you want to start, you know, getting out and practicing essentially. But you really want to have something already, not fully cooked, at least partly cooked. And the opportunity of speaking on local stages will enable you to cook it, to really get it right, because you'll see who responds and whether they respond and whether the offer works. At the very least, when you're beginning, if you don't have a paid offer, make a free gift offer, something, and we're going to talk more about that later, something that's going to be absolutely enticing to get them into your list, because then you can remarket to them. And the very simplest kind of a free offer may be an ebook or something more, but there's also the opportunity to say to, to, to the audience, let me give you a free consultation, a 30-minute consultation, and let them sign up. And then you get a chance to actually talk to them one-on-one and massage the, the opportunity to get them to say yes to working with you in some way, shape, or capacity. So always, those are some really great starting places for somebody just getting started. As you get more sophisticated, you dial in your offer, you can start making offers you know, anywhere from $97 to all the way up to thousands of dollars. One of the things that we like to do is give people an opportunity or experience us in a membership program. That's a really good way to get people going. It exposes them to portions of what you're doing. And you can always bring them into higher levels of your membership program as they spend more money. But a great membership program in the beginning with it, you know, that mixes together some uh, virtual recordings some written documents, some monthly updates, and some meetings with you, whether they're private or with a group, is a really great way to start formulate a product that you can offer from the stage. So I I like the touching on the continuity uh, membership type programs. Um, And the reason I zeroed in on that is because you're also talking about, like, is there, if I don't know what my program should be yet, is there an ideal, and, and, and I'm open to whatever you say, is there something that I could do, okay, I'm starting out, I'm, I'm going to start, you know, get my, my talk together, I'm going to get my ideas together, all that stuff. What's, what would be the best thing for me to develop first to sell from the stage? And is it memberships or, or well, courses or coaching? You know, what, what should I be considering first? It's got to be a fit for me, of course, but also what works best from state? Well, there's three things that I think work well. One is just a simple, inexpensive e-course. Something at $297, $397, that's a real, and even as low as $97 if you just want to get them in your list. But if you want to start building revenue, $297, $397 is a good price point for an e-course. And that is really a, a good way to go. And if you've got a book, for example, you can turn your book into an e-course. So that's one way. Another way to do this is an inexpensive mastermind program. 
an opportunity to with you and you know to have a group of people come in at a not terribly high price that where you're going to give them a little bit of your wisdom and guidance and you're going to get them to exchange knowledge and expertise and for only like one one hour a month, two hours a month, something like that that doesn't cost you a lot of money but gets them to you to ex- experience who you are. Provided you have a really solid body of knowledge that is not just run of the mill. It's not something everybody else is doing. It's got to stand out. It's got to be unique. Something that people can't wait to get into because they have a need and you can help fill that need, get them to the next level. The next inexpensive is what we were just talking about, a low-end mastermind program. I mean, low-end membership program. Those three are the fastest and easiest ways to really start something. The one thing about a membership program is that you really need to have a technology background uh, or have somebody who has a technology background build out the assets to that, make it easily deliverable, make it uh, so that they can come in and grab the things whenever they want, send some of the reminders and the repayment. So you're looking at some kind of Kajabi or some other of these simple customer relationship management services. So that's you know a little higher end, but so the other two is the easiest way to go, but when you're ready, that's a really good, solid way to do it. When you say inexpensive mastermind, what's the price range on that That you're when you refer to it as inexpensive? $99 a month. Okay. $127 a month. The 99 is a good number. And you're talking about mastermind or uh, membership? No, that's a, mem- that's a mastermind. That's just a conversation. Now, you can include that within your membership program. If you wanted to do that, but it's a good starting place is just a master, a, a mastermind, because once you get them in the mastermind and they've exposed to you for a period of time, then you can start making offers to them. Okay. So, you know, I'd like to offer you a coaching program that spans, you know, six months, or I want to offer um, a, a done for you program or something along that line or done with you program. But, you know, once you've got them hooked, and they feel that there's value there, they'll take the next step with you if you're generous with your knowledge and your wisdom. And that's really a key to it. You've got to be generous with your knowledge and your wisdom. Don't hold back too much. On the other hand, don't give them everything in a small mastermind program because you leave them nothing to want to get from you for the next level. But it's a, it's a really simple, easy way to, to, get, to get in the door. And so for those of us who are wondering... Okay, I'm not quite sure now what's the difference between a mastermind and membership. Membership is more like access to courses or the masterminds are the kind of the, you're going to give them an hour or two a month of you. What's your definition there? Yeah, that's exactly right. A mastermind is simply giving an hour or two of you a month. The membership is much more comprehensive. You need to give them something on a regular basis that's going to keep them engaged. Like, for example, what we do is we give you new leads every single month. That's the reason that they stay with us. Um, but in your case, you could be giving them new articles. You could be giving them a new level to, you know, they give them one course, add a new course. You could be giving them uh, different uh, videos every single month. You, and what you said, you know, when you mentioned it, Ray, it, it is a, a, a continuity program. In other words, there needs to be continuity, new things that you're offering all the time. Now, part of that, and there's an archive of information that they can go and they can get. And part of that, it could be, again, a live mastermind can be incorporated in this. But you can charge more for the membership program if you, in fact, have that mastermind already in it. But there's lots of different things. You can give them um, 
if they belong to your membership program, you can give them dollars off on their on your next event. For example, you know, instead of charging them a thousand dollars for the event, they get in for two hundred fifty because they're they're members of your program. And you can give them, a, you can do guest interviews with people who are other experts and and up level their expertise. There's just a lot of different ways that you can create value for your your client that is going to make them want to stick around. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, and I I guess one of the points is you could do that today, right? I mean, if you say, look, I got a mastermind. It's every you know third Wednesday of the month for two hours. I don't even have to create anything in advance. You know, I don't have to go build the course or the e-course or whatever. I can, I can actually, you know, not that that takes a long time, especially if you've got, if you already got it mapped out with a book, but I can start that tomorrow and just say, Hey, it's, it's for sale. You can, but you have to be very clear on what the deliverables are. Right, right. They're going to get the this offers. Kind of information, yep. this kind of information and this kind of information. So that they know there's a reason why they're signing up for me or mastermind. It's not just, here's my mastermind. We're just doing yep. a mastermind uh, with a, a client who is a doctor who's actually an intuitive healer as well. And that's where he really wants to spend his time. And he can actually see people's energy in their blocks and tell them exactly what they have to do to remove a physical block and, you know, an, an ailment. And so we set it up so that people come into his mastermind. And during the mastermind, he'll give them a little taste of what he does. And then if they want a private session, then they're going to have to pay separately. But each week, if they just keep coming back and coming back, they're going to get a little something and they're going to get healed by things he's doing with other people as well in that mastermind. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you obviously want to map it out, share a vision of what's going to be. Do you recommend, should people, if let's say I'm halfway done with a book, should I finish my book so that I can say I'm a published author when I'm speaking or does that matter? I highly, I highly recommend that somebody who wants to get on stages get their book done. It is an incentive to put you on more stages is a gateway. It adds credibility and authority when you are on those stages. And certainly, uh, depending on the circumstances, you can actually sell those books from the stage. Now, that's not going to make you a ton of money. But what it does do is it provides a gateway. It gives more incentive for a booker to pick you over somebody else. A book is a really valuable commodity from when it comes from a, comes to getting booked on a stage. Good point. So good. Yeah, I, I like that. It seems like, hey, they always introduce people going on stage saying, you know, so-and-so, the author of blankety blank. And so if you've got one done, and if you don't, then uh, get one done. <laughs> right. And it's easier than you'd think. It's much easier than you think. Um, first of all, I always tell people there is the post-it note style of writing a book. You don't have to write the whole thing at the beginning. You can simply do one chapter at a time based on what post-it notes, you know, that, okay, this chapter should be this. No, no, it should go here. And then you basically can do that. Um, furthermore, there are so many programs that now will help you get your book done. Just a tremendous number of what I call book whisperers that will help you with the entire process of it. And then they are what they call hybrid publishers. So the one thing that a, a speaker wants to avoid, you do not want to wait forever to get your book out with a traditional publisher. Unfortunately, first of all, you have to have a huge platform, another thousands and thousands and thousands of people in your mailing list, and a proof of ability to sell before they'll even take you on in a traditional publishing setting these days. Furthermore, there's a year, year and a half delay. And of course, you know, if you're looking at the monetary side, you might get a dollar a book, maybe. And then you're subject to a lot of editing, et cetera. So 
the fast and the easiest way is to either do it your own or get a good hybrid publisher. A good hybrid publisher will do all that work. They'll help you get it developed. They'll help you get the editing done. They'll help you with the cover and they'll get it printed and put up on Amazon. They'll get it up on Kindle and all the other booksellers. And you don't have to do a thing except write a check and give them the manuscript. Yeah, a great point. Um, you know, a lot of my books, I'm actually hosting an event coming up here that's and I'm bringing an expert on writing pocket guides, right? And I found that I, I was like, I think I've been writing pocket guides all along because I'm the type that doesn't, you know, if the book's too thick, I won't even open it. And in fact, on Amazon, every book looks the same size. So, you know, you, it doesn't have to be this two-year labor of love type of thing. You can, you know, get at least a, you know, a starter book done reasonably in reasonably good time, especially if you get help, like you mentioned. So this is great. I think, you know, there's no better way to build rapport with people than speaking to them or, you know, getting them to see you, whether it's on a, a video like this or on a stage. People just feel like they know you. I've, I've run of that where I like wanted to say, hey, it's me to somebody I just saw on stage. And because I just, you know, they were there for half hour, whatever it was. And I'm like, I really feel like I know that person because I've just watched them and they were on the screens. So it really builds that rapport just kind of subconsciously for people. So I, I love that part of it too. I think it makes them predisposed to buy from you if they like you. And that's really the thing. They must feel that you are looking after their best interests from the stage. If you come up on the stage and you just give a sales pitch, people are going to turn off because they feel it's all about you, the speaker. But if you make sure that right from the beginning, it's about them and how you service them and what you're, what you're offering that's going to help them, they feel you have an investment in them. And then they'll take the next step with you. I, I remember watching this uh, Brennan Burchard session and he uh, I always liked him, but he told this story about skydiving and how he jumped out and his, his leg kicked up and hit him in the nose and he had a bloody nose and he was doing tandem and he was screaming and, and, uh, and so tell this whole story, but I felt so much more connected because of that personal story during the, uh, you know, the session there's like, really feel like he's one of my friends. So he built a, a, a massive career on that story. And it happened in Phoenix, so uh, the skydiving part anyway. So, yeah, I love that one. Anyway, well, great. So you've got something that can help people get started that you're willing to share. Why don't you tell us about that real quick? So we talked about the free offer that you're going to make, and it's got to be something irresistible. But we've talked here about giving an ebook or giving a, a free consultation. But if you think that's all there is, you're really behind the times. I have... 44 ways to deduce your next client from stages, podcasts, radio shows, virtual networking, and virtual, uh, virtual summits. This document is going to make it so easy for you to scroll through and think about, oh, that would be great. Oh, that would be great. I can do that. Um, and it's going to open up your eyes to saying, oh, I, I can make something irresistible out of this. So I encourage you to take advantage of it so that you can actually Find those clients by having them find you. When they see this, you know, you know, you're opt in from what you created from this. They're going to want it right away. Very good. So that's the link to that's below, and of course the the main link to Speaker Tunity is down there as well. Uh, if you want to check out maybe getting on the list and getting some gigs going, or if you've got a, a a event that you need speakers for, it's kind of the like I said, the match dot com for. Speakers and hosts, 
We love it. So, Jackie, thanks again. This has been great. I appreciate it. And yeah, I just, you know, I love the speaking aspect, the conversations, the connections you make with people speaking. And whether it's one-on-one, one-to-many, that's something that you should consider and make that a part of your business. So once again, thanks, Jackie. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you on the next session. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience. We'll see you next time.